This is Jason Kristoff, Podcast 39, and it is July 21st, 2020. Today we're going to take a little break from the description of the government trying to destroy everybody and uh, us awakened folks watching the sleepwalkers and the order takers and the order followers and the compliant childish folks just sitting back and hoping everything gets better. So we're going to take a little break from that tonight and we're going to head over to another disastrous subject that no one likes to talk about, which is the detriments of coffee. Now, um, I'm probably the only truther that really describes how bad coffee is. And that's where I get a lot of people coming over and, and asking me uh, for interviews regarding just the coffee subject. So it's quite interesting the real story of coffee. So today we're going to do the top five diseases that coffee causes. So a lot of people are sick. Uh, they're falling apart. They got all kinds of mental health issues and they don't know coffee's usually implicated in all of that. And, you know, if you go to the doctor, they're not going to ask you if you're drinking coffee all the time. And coffee causes more diseases than you could ever shake a stick at. If you want to know just how bad coffee is for your health, uh, you might want to read Stephen Chernisky's book, Caffeine Blues, and I'll put a link for that in the show notes. So I'm going to write that down right now so I don't, don't forget it. And if you ever want any sort of interesting articles or you don't want to miss these podcasts, go to my website, jchristoff.com. That's just the letter J. Drop, uh, scroll down the page and it'll ask you to drop your email in. Of course, all the truth tellers are being scrubbed off the social media platforms. So if you ever want the truth about any, anything, especially say something like coffee, which everybody thinks is healthy or maybe at minimum benign, it is not. And there are coffee shops on every corner for a reason. And one of those reasons, which will not be in the top five list tonight of the diseases that coffee causes, there is a psychological angle to caffeine consumption and there's a brain function altering effect of drinking coffee by which you just become really easy to hypnotize, really easy to mind control. And basically caffeine makes the slavery groovy. You have to be very well aware that the um, British, which are always involved in your tyrannical rule, the ruling families out of the UK, which are actually from Egypt, by the way, and then they're actually not really from Egypt. They're from uh, an island that sort of sunk in the middle of the Atlantic, and we'll just sort of leave it there. You'll have to maybe investigate. I don't like pushing David Icke's books, except they describe this group, this ruling group best. So <clears throat> are they the UK royals? Yeah, they are the UK royals. And they invented the tea time uh, in the British colonies because they were well aware of the effect that the caffeine had on the nervous system and how it sort of sedated and tranquilized the slaves and made the slavery groovy. And then when they found coffee, and coffee, although it's a very ancient substance, it was only sort of po uh, got popular in the 1700s. And when the ruling families, the UK ru ruling families, which are really ruling families from Egypt to old pharaohs, 
And uh, Ma, I better put a, a, a video up about the uh, British royal family being old pharaohs. I really better put that up because you make some steep claims, you better pa uh, back it up. But when they discovered caffeine and how that sedated and tranquilized and lobotomized the average slave, they're like, I can't believe this. And you'll notice that in, in how, like the most people don't even know that, say, Starbucks has 28,000 franchises, but it's not, you can't buy into it. It's it's not a franchise where there's going to be local owners. It's, it's owned by one corporation, and they open the franchises themselves. And it was Bill Gates and his father, uh, William Gates Sr., who gave uh, Starbucks their original seed funding for their their first franchise push and there's a reason the gates are behind the proliferation of caffeine and because they're well aware of how it changes brain function so beyond that coffee makes you sick and when you're sick you're weak and you don't think straight and you're more prone to follow mind control because you're injured and you're just easier to rule. You're easier to rule when you're weak. You're easier to manipulate. You're easier to, easier to steal from. You're easier to control and govern. You're easier. It's easier to steal from you because, you know, you're just not a vital human. And caffeine is a poison. Caffeine is an alkaloid poison that the many plants, not just the coffee plant, there's many plants that use caffeine as a pesticide. So it kills bugs and it kills competing foliage so that the plant that's producing this caffeine poison can get more sunlight and so it defends itself from intruding bugs. So it's a, it's a pesticide and when you <clears throat> uh, consume it, it has a very poisonous effect on your body making you weak and causing everything from migraines to carpal tunnel to birth defects. You wouldn't believe how unhealthy coffee is and decaf's the same because of course when you get a coffee addict because it's a narcotic which means it alters brain function and sort of tranquilizes and lobotomizes the nervous system that's why people are really addicted to it so most people who are addicted to say well does decaf um, <clears throat> eliminate um, what you're talking about less poison is always better but in our society they're going to uh, psychologically manipulate you so you're always attacking yourself and you're going to find it funny when you're not attacking yourself you're going to feel un uncomfortable that's the ultimate psychological manipulation that's thrown into us through government and media and Hollywood production where the average person doesn't really feel that comfortable not kicking the living shit out of themselves every day with various poisons. They can't take a day where they're calm. They can't take a day where they just love themselves. They can't take a healthy day. They just seek out and search unhealthy lifestyles and a perpetual attack on themselves. And they don't really know why. So maybe I'll put up, you know, I'll put up that list of mind control documentaries so that you can kind of look into how Hollywood production and various government policies can really manipulate you to turn on yourself, to hate yourself. And it goes all the way back to ancient religious programming where religion was hijacked. The religion was really good at one time. It's not that good anymore. And, you know, calling people uh, sinners and telling them that sinners deserve punishment and using the icon of a dead man on a cross, the part of the brain that processes that 
is not the part of the brain you talk with or listen with. It's a part of the brain that assesses sort of emotional impact and then it goes forward to mimic and emulate and mirror that emotional impact regardless of you know what consciously you think of the dead man on the cross when you see a dead man on a cross um how it affects the subconscious mind is that you're just going to be very depressed you're going to be very you're going to be down you're going to be down on yourself and you're going to not have a lot of self-esteem a lot of self-worth and the people who invented this aspect of religion of always using an icon of a dead guy on a cross and some of the key phrases you're born a sinner sinners deserve punishment it's it's the same sort of mind control that people are under today in regards to say wearing a mask they they feel that they're the problem that they're bad that they breathe the viruses and the viruses can kill other people i'm really sorry for being alive I'm really sorry for like coming to the grocery store and my breath. I know it can kill you. Can you please forgive me? So you see the same sort of psychological manipulation. And coffee, of course, really adds to that. It poisons us. It changes our brain function for the worst. It initiates lower IQ and low self-esteem and low self-worth, child-based behaviors and, and thought processes that are short-term. Short-term thought processes in an adult life will always produce chaos. And we're not even really going to go over the psychological impacts of coffee. We're going to go over the physical. So let's go over the top five diseases that coffee causes so that if you're a coffee drinker and you got some of these diseases, you're going to know it's coffee. It's not really you. And um, most people who drink this much coffee, and they, it, one cup a day, of course, can trigger this as easy as, uh, um, um, you know, a whole pot of coffee. All you need is one, one cup a day or even half a cup or one espresso a day. You're going to get these diseases very quickly, usually within, you know, eight or nine years, especially the first one. Number one, most common disease caused by coffee is joint problems so the joints are water-based entities they uh, are lubricated with water-based compounds that are generated there's usually um, a synovial fluid which is kind of a gelatinous water-based compound that makes sure the joints are lubricated and they move properly and then the tendons that <clears throat> attach the muscles to the bones they have a certain flexibility or they're supposed to they're supposed to but caffeine is a diuretic which means it's a poison and when you ingest caffeine the body recognizes it as poison and is doesn't really want it in the system so it uses its extra water stores to eject the poison through the bowel or through the bladder and try and get the poison out so it uses the water resources in your body as the transportation mechanism and it tries to remove <clears throat> the caffeine from the system because caffeine's a poison so if you poison yourself every day the water reserves in your body are you know it's supposed to be 70% of your body supposed to be water and i think they i think the death uh, when people die it's usually because they don't have enough water and i think it's recorded in the 64 or 65% range. So if you lose like 5% of your water stores, you actually can initiate a death cycle. So anything that you have that 
poisons the body, it's going to be a diuretic. It's going to help excrete water out of your body into the toilet as a, as a way of dealing with the poison. Now, because your joints hold water, they will be depleted as well. You can get bone on bone, and there's supposed to be a little bit of give in your tendons and a lot more give in your muscles, but that's usually water dependent as well. So if you're dry, you're going to be dry. You're going to be like dry kindling if you're drinking coffee all the time and there's some joints in the body that are really heavily dependent on water and some of those are in your lower back and your vertebrae like your uh, t12 l1 or even if you go down farther you know your um farther down in your tailbone i think it's l4 l5 and you can go you the farther you or either uh, L5 S1 so that the that's the lumbar vertebrae that goes into the sacral vertebrae those are <clears throat> very common to get really weak in coffee drinkers so expect lower back injuries that's usually the number one joint dysfunction with a coffee drinker L4 L5 or L5 S1 uh, they can have some uh, additional vertebrae issues in the uh, C7, like the cervical spine, uh, cervical vertebrae number seven, and um, I think it's T1, the thoracic vertebrae, the first one. So that's like at the base of the neck. The hips are next, and then the knees are after that. And and it's going to cause a lot of pain when you don't have good tendon flexibility and even better muscle flexibility because all you do is drink coffee and it rushes water out of the system. Everything's going to be hurt. You're going to be so tight and you're just going to get tighter over time. So that's the number one. If there's pain in your body, if you have a hard time bending over, putting on your shoes, bending over, picking up your kids, if your hips hurt, if you waddle instead of walk, you're not gliding anymore, you're kind of hobbling, check your coffee consumption. Your doctor doesn't know any of this. Your doctor is a pharmaceutical rep, and you're going to have to figure that out. Your, your doctor is not skilled in health. He does, the health system has hijacked that word, and you won't find anything healthy in the medical system unless you're in acute care emergency. So if you're in a car accident or you got your foot shaved off by a lawnmower, this is where modern medicine really excels. But if you're going in because you treat your mouth like a garbage compactor, you're in trouble because they're just going to shovel more shit into that garbage compactor and you're only going to get more sick and you're going to be a repeat customer. And the doctor and you would be under trauma-based mind control. And what that means is you're, the people are too afraid to act logical because everybody around them is acting illogical and will attack them if they speak logically. That's what trauma-based mind control really is. The second most popular disease caused by coffee, again, has to do with its diuretic effect, which means it takes water out of the system. Number two is digestive issues. You, uh, you have poop that you poop in the toilet, and that comes uh, through your intestines, and your poop is not supposed to be leaning up against the skin in your intestinal tract. That's what it's not supposed to be doing. You're supposed to have a layer of mucus there. Now that mucus is there to protect you, to make sure your poop uh, 
which is highly acidic to the to skin, does not come into contact with your intestines, or your poop will eat through your intestinal wall. And it's water, again, that uh, maintains the mucus lining in your intestines to make sure your poop does not eat through your intestines. So if you're drinking coffee all the time, you will uh, eventually not have enough water to maintain the mucus in your intestine. So what that means is eventually your poop leans up against your intestinal wall and eats holes right through it. They call that colitis or Crohn's or leaky gut syndrome. It just means you're not having enough water and you're probably having too much coffee. And people that don't give a shit about their health with coffee, they usually drink some alcohol too. And alcohol is a diuretic, but in, in, the, in the realm of health and holistic health, any poison is a diuretic because your body will always liberate water stores to try and wash you clean from the inside out. So the, if you poison yourself nightly with wine or you poison yourself daily with coffee, you will become a very dried out human and dried out humans die. When babies are born, their water uh, content is about 72%, 73%. The average adult is supposed to be healthy at 70% water. And then when we die, it's usually about 65 to 67%, which means we need water to maintain our life force. And that's why they, you know, that's why <clears throat> if you stick a fork in a light socket, if you're standing in water, you're in real trouble <laughs> because water conducts electricity. And that's why we have 70% water in our system because water conducts electricity and we are electric beings. The less water you have, the less life force you you will generate and oh the people who rule us absolutely love that if you're just some sort of weak addicted depressed uh, you know unvital non-vital non-strong and all you do is live for coffee where they said look you know i'm going to come and take 60 percent of your your the fruits of your labor and i'm just going to give you some coffee most addicts would jump all over that coffee just destroys people on all levels guaranteed and if you don't think you're addicted uh try to get off and then prove to yourself that you are and if you want to prove how bad coffee is for you what you want to do is yeah get off for eight weeks and i dare you to go back your body will have none of it i guarantee you it will be so afraid to go back it'll It'll give you side effects that you've never experienced in your entire life because once your body realizes what good living feels like, it's not going to want to go back. Number three, one of, uh, one, of, you know, one of the more popular diseases that are caused by coffee are heart attacks, strokes, and TIAs. Now, the reason <clears throat> you're going to get all kinds of cardiovascular circulatory issues with coffee is again because caffeine is a diuretic which means it takes water out of your system your blood is supposed to be very viscous which means it's supposed to flow with a great fluidity and when you don't have enough water 
your your blood becomes like ketchup and i've talked to medical doctors and even some nurses before and said you know we can't draw blood out of this coffee drinker or smoker or boozer because their their blood won't move it's more like ketchup than it is water and that's what can really happen so if you're looking like if you're wondering how strokes happen a thick bloodstream that's more like ketchup than water is going to accentuate and accelerate strokes because you're going to get blood clotting more easily in a thick bloodstream heart attacks are can happen as well because like i mentioned earlier water conducts electricity so the less water the less electrical sort of conductivity you get to toward all your organs and if you have a lapse in electrical control of your heart you can have a heart attack caffeine as well activates our fight flight or freeze system which means we have adrenaline and cortisol jam into the the bloodstream to make to increase our heart rate and this sort of attack of uh, like a fear-based hormone over time can weaken the heart you can have the thicker blood which the heart has a hard time pumping you can lose electrical conductivity communication between the heart and the brain so that means you're more prone to have a heart attack and of course if your heart is beating faster all the time um, you can have a, you have you increase your chances of having a heart attack as well and and most coffee drinkers just aren't really that healthy so their their morning nutrition is usually really lousy which means you're going to be lacking nutrition as well which aids more in the heart attack sort of uh, function or category and TIAs are just like mini strokes as well if someone's having heart attacks TIAs peripheral strokes if they're having, um, like I said, heart attacks, you can be sure that, you know, someone should be going over their dietary intake for caffeine, whether it's tea or even green tea or decaf or rockstar drink or um, caffeine pills. Pre-workouts are bad too, loaded with caffeine. And these things cause heart attacks. If you just look up heart attacks and um, energy drinks you're going to get so many hits it's going to frighten you caffeine is really bad for your heart really really bad so if anybody's out there having heart issues or circulatory issues you definitely want to get off the coffee and that's every form of caffeine even tea no green tea is the same everything black tea teas aren't teas aren't any different and it was the uk royal family who again are ancient pharaohs from Egypt, they are well aware that the the tea was a great way to sedate the slave class. That's why even in all Commonwealth nations or former Commonwealth nations, there was always tea time around 2 o'clock or 12 o'clock where everybody would kind of be dozing off. It helps get the slave back in for another five or six hour good shot at you know <clears throat> building the pyramids or building the castles of the elite um, number four this is very common mental health issues the the reason the mental health issues are so prominent in ca uh, caffeine consumers is because the caffeine is a poison and when caffeine enters the body it, the the body has a very particular reaction to poison and it activates what's called their fight, flight, or freeze system. So we have one sort of defense system against fear, 
if there's a pit bull, pit bull chasing us or we're in a situation where we're under a lot of stress uh, or maybe we're getting mugged, our f uh, fight, flight, or freeze system will activate. And that's, we only have one system that responds to fear. And that fear is activated anytime our lifespan might be threatened. So, of course, that, that becomes obvious when we're getting mugged that we might die earlier than we should. So that system is initiated. And a lot of people aren't, uh, they're not aware that when we ingest any poison, including caffeine, we activate our fight, flight, or freeze system. And that part of the brain is very dark. It's the Ministry of Defense. It's there to kill if need be. It's there to attack if need be. It's very low IQ. No love lives in that part of the brain. No hope, no joy, no compassion. And that's a great, that, that's great. Like that's the perfect design because you imagine say a, a bobcat after trying to get one of your kids you don't want any compassion for the bobcat you don't want any love for the bobcat and <clears throat> that would help protect your your baby from attacks at a campsite well when you have caffeine you have the same activation of that really dangerous part of the brain you're going to get all kinds of mental health issues because the darkest parts of our personality reside in the limbic system or what's called the reptilian brain or the hind brain or sometimes it's called the R complex but all those words describe this very ancient part of the brain charged with our defense but it's very dark it's very evil it's very it's very gloomy and it's very depressing and it's depressing on purpose and the reason the body too um, generates depressing you know neurological symptoms when you drink poisons like caffeine is because the body wants to signal you to say hey you're drinking shit so if you drink shit and you eat shit your body's supposed to make you feel like shit so that you say, you know what, I had that last time, I didn't feel so good, I'm kind of, I, I feel like I'm depressed when I'm on coffee, and then your body makes you feel good when you get away from the poison. So it's, it's just um, a cause and effect system. Anytime you don't do stuff that's conducive to your body, which means if you don't do stuff, that is life affirmative if you don't conduct your behavior where it adds more energy and life to your system your body will generate negative neurological signaling so that you stay away from that crap in the future depression and caffeine are directly linked if someone's depressed or having temper control issues or they're even having signs of uh, schizophrenia schizophrenia and caffeine use is very common if you have any mental health issues look for caffeine ingestion the more caffeine you would ingest the worse the mental health issues would be look for children on rock star drinks uh, monster drinks and all those other energy drinks to have massive behavioral problems and uh, i'll put up a a dr russell blaylock um, lecture called nutrition and behavior so that you can understand clearly that what you ingest will always control your mental your mental outlook and very important for parents to feed themselves well and also to feed their children very well so we're almost through the list number five um, is insomnia 
And if you don't sleep well, obviously caffeine activates sort of like the fight, flight, or freeze system that has a lot of adrenaline involved. It's our get up and go system. It's our energy production system. And it really interferes caffeine with uh, serotonin and dopamine, which are our primary hormones that are in charge of our rest, our rest and repair cycle and our wake and sort of eat cycle. And this is, if you interfere with those hormones, you might go to bed, but you're not going to have that deep restful sleep. And one of the side effects of not having a deep restful sleep is weight gain and cellulite uh, formation. It's because when you sleep really deeply, the body uses stored fat to make necessary repairs in the body. You'll always incur various damages, oxidative damage, when you live just a normal life. And if you do hard labor, you will incur extra oxidative stress. And your body's got no part, no problem repairing from that, but it needs a fuel source. And it gets its fuel, like its, its power or its gasoline, to make the repairs from your fat stores. But it can only access those fat stores when you're in a deep sleep, and it can only make those repairs when you're in a deep sleep. So if you're overly stressed because you're drinking coffee all the time, ingesting too much caffeine, it interferes with your deep sleep cycles, which means the reservoir of energy in the fat stores won't be burnt as efficiently at night to make the repairs that it needs to make because of the oxidative stress that you incur during the day. What that means is you just get bigger and bigger over time. So a lot of people believe caffeine is a good fat burner. In in a lot of people, it actually is a fat gainer. It's a water retainer um, in, in terms of sometimes the body will... Uh, after injury, it can bloat right up, and that'll that will happen eventually. You'll go in those different cycles, but like I said earlier, caffeine's a bit of a diuretic as well. So just understand that caffeine as a stimulant can it has a half life of, I believe, caffeine has a half life of about three or five hours, which means it takes about 24 hours for caffeine to exit your body. And that caffeine is going to interfere with your sleep cycles greatly. And if you get insomnia, insomnia and weight gain are linked. Insomnia and depression are linked. And insomnia and blood sugar fluctuations are linked as well, which means you're not going to really be able to control your hunger cravings or various other addictions. If you have caffeine and the way it affects you, you, it can trigger all kinds of other addictions to quick fix energy sources like alcohol or sugar or bread or things along that line. And I've only mentioned tonight the top five uh, diseases that caffeine causes. And there's a whole book called um, Caffeine Blues by Stephen Chernisky. And caffeine is not good for you. It is on every corner for a reason. It makes you easier to rule. And I tell people, if we didn't have coffee shops or government schools, the the earth would be a completely different place. If I were to, were to be given two wishes to try and uh, reverse the ty- uh, tyrannical uh, rule of the government we have right now, uh, it's based on slaves feeling groovy inside their slavery and caffeine's a big part of that it's also uh, tied to government schooling which is indoctrination and that school system is designed to produce a never-ending supply of 
um, compliant order takers, and we're in real trouble today because of these compliant order takers regarding COVID, whether it's uh, police or uh, armed forces or health health authorities that just do what they're told. Uh, moral humans don't execute immoral orders for a paycheck. You can only produce that kind of shallow order-following human being through the government school system. It has nothing to do with the people who are employed in the system. It wouldn't matter who's employed. There are good people employed in the system. And if you execute the orders, if you teach the doctrine that comes along with this Prussian-based school system, you will always produce the people that we have today tyrannically ruling over us, trying to enforce their will on us unfairly and immorally. So coffee shops, big problem. If you get off the caffeine, you can awaken really, really quickly. And I suggest everybody just cut that cold turkey. Uh, no one's asking you to build a space shuttle and travel to Mars. Just stop poisoning yourself and your, your life will get better. And if you need any more, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to know how to make sure to get this information flowing to you, go to my website, uh, www.jchristoff.com. Scroll down the page a bit, put your email in. I appreciate you listening to this podcast, and I hope you got something from it. This is Jason Christoph signing out.